The following program is sponsored by Grant Stern. This is the Only in Miami show, sponsored by Morningside Mortgage Corporation of Bay Harbor Islands. Tonight's show is hosted by Grant Stern. Find out more about our sponsor at www.morningsidemortgage.com. That's www.morningsidemortgage.com. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiami.co, iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at onlyinmiami.co. And we have a phenomenal show planned for you tonight. If you're in the car, stay tuned because we have four Miami Beach City Commission candidates coming on tonight's program to discuss the most important issues facing voters in this November's upcoming election. That's right. If you live in Miami Beach, there are two very important referendum questions coming up this November. It's really like around the corner. I know that a lot of people are sick of elections, but this is the time to get ready and to get involved if you care about the politics of the city of Miami Beach and, more importantly, the future of Miami Beach. The election is going to be held on Tuesday, November 7th, And we've decided to give you, the listening audience, an opportunity to hear from four candidates in contested races on three very, very important topics. First of all, we're going to ask them about a referendum affecting the zoning of North Beach. Second of all, we're going to ask each of the candidates about the Ocean Drive referendum question. And we're going to speak with all four candidates about Miami Beach's measures to fight climate change and to make the island more resilient. We will have on the program today, Michael Gongora, Adrian Gonzalez, Mark Samulian, and Rafael Velasquez. All four of them are running for Miami Beach uh, City Commission in contested races. And you got to stay tuned because this is an important public affairs program that if you live on Miami Beach, you do not want to miss. But this is the part of the program where I get a few minutes to speak directly with you, the listening audience, about issues of importance that affect us citywide and sometimes beyond. And today, I have the unfortunate joy of sharing with you a major breach of the First Amendment right to free speech that is happening on Miami Beach. A Miami Beach man created a parody Twitter account making fun of and satirizing the public information officer in Miami Beach, Florida. This man does not have a job. He's got a lot of problems, frankly. And he and I have chatted on Twitter through the years. But what he did was not a crime. Yet, Miami Beach arrested him anyway and charged him. His name is Ernesto Orsetti. 
They arrested him and charged him with impersonating an officer. And they did it wrongly. A satire is First Amendment protected. And you have to understand that as the public information officer of Miami Beach, as a police officer, he's a public figure. Okay? And unfortunately, Ernesto Rodriguez did not think so. Because the city of Miami Beach obtained a search warrant to search Twitter in order to get this man's identity. They unmasked an anonymous critic. All right. And Officer Rodriguez tweeted, Lol, it's generating some great laughs via text. In, in describing this account. Well, let me tell you something. It shows that he knew this was a parody or satire. It shows it. And more importantly than that, I went through the trouble of making a public records request with the city of Miami Beach. And the records request revealed on his arrest report that the only, the only charge that these people came up with, the only... Uh, complaint is that he created this account. That's it. I mean, it's not, you know, they didn't allege any act of impersonation. They just said our search warrant uh, determined the IP address and a forensic examination of the defendant's computer via search warrant revealed that emails from Twitter and photos linking the defendant to the, the quote unquote fraudulent Twitter account. Now, let me just tell you, number one, it's scary enough <clears throat> that that everybody kind of just turned a blind eye and gave the city of Miami Beach a search warrant when they clearly don't have any actual act of impersonation that I know of because the arrest report doesn't list one. There's a difference between speech and action. And this clearly falls under the realm of speech if they can't specify an action. I spoke with the ACLU about it, and they said, you know, we haven't been provided copies of the tweets. And I'm like, shouldn't that be in the arrest report? You know, I mean, this is a thought crime, as they're, uh, they've, they're charging him, and it's essentially a thought crime. But no, we don't have anything. And sadly, Mr. Orsetti is rotting in jail detained for a speech crime by the city of Miami beach police. So I'm hoping that somebody listening out there wants to help because I'll tell you right now, I have been personally searching for a pro bono lawyer to represent Mr. Orsetti over the first amendment violations to file a habeas action and to, to get rid of this heinous, heinous thought police action by the city of Miami Beach Police Department. And if someone at the city of Miami Beach Police Department or Miami-Dade State Attorney's Office is listening, release this man now. He's done nothing wrong. Satire is not a crime. It's a First Amendment protected free speech right. And we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show.
Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show. And I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiami.co. iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at onlyinmiami.co. And we're back live with Michael Gongora. He's a candidate for Miami Beach Commission. Michael, thank you so much for joining me on the program tonight. Absolutely, Grant. How have you been? Very, very well. How's the campaign going? I feel really good about it. You know, we're making a lot of momentum out there. A lot of residents remember me from representing Miami Beach before as commissioner in the same group from 2009 to 2013. And they've been wanting me back in office. And um, I'm pleased that of the um, groups and political people that have endorsed in my race today, all of them have endorsed me, including AFSCME and CWA and three of the current commissioners, Areola, Malacafras, and Gonzalez. But I'm working very hard between now and November 7th to earn everybody's vote. So there's a few questions that I wanted to ask. Two of them pertain to referendum questions, and I wanted to start with the one about Ocean Drive. Um, There's a referendum question. Should Miami Beach restrict service on Ocean Drive from its current uh, time limit at 5 a.m.? down to 2 a.m. And I'd like your opinion on this and what you think Miami Beach needs as far as making sure that Ocean Drive is a fun and safe place for visitors from around the world. Well, Ocean Drive is the most iconic block, not only on Miami Beach, but in all of South Florida. It's really what people look at all over the world when they do a shot from Miami Beach where they zoom up along all of our fabulous Art Deco hotels. So we really need to nurture this block and make sure this block succeeds. Unfortunately, the block has um, had more crime than usual, had a lot of problems. The clientele has changed over the years. And I think Ocean Drive needs a little TLC from the city. And if and when elected, some of the things that I would like to do to make Ocean Drive safer for residents and visitors would be to have community policing out walking the streets. I would like to see increased lighting. I'm considering something we haven't done before, at least I've never supported before, which would be video cameras. Because I think if people knew that they were being taped, it would curb some of the bad behavior that we've been seeing over the years. This particular ballot question, though, which is being posed as being the all-doing all question to make Ocean Drive better, is whether you should close down approximately five or six establishments at 2 a.m. instead of 5 a.m. And the purpose is to make it safer. The problem that I have or the concern that I have with the ballot question is that the bulk of the crime that happens in Ocean Drive happens before 2 o'clock in the morning. And second, closing down these few establishments would not close down Miami Beach or stop people from drinking or going out or having a good time. It would just they'd walk one block over to Collins Avenue or two blocks over to Washington Avenue, where there's plenty of other establishments that are open till five. So I'm not really sure that this initiative really does its intended purpose, which is to make Ocean Drive safer, cleaner, better. To me, this would be a last resort thing. If nothing else makes Ocean Drive better, then maybe we would consider rolling back the hours. But I don't think this is the answer to make Ocean Drive better. Well, you know, there's a lot of opinion on this. And, um, I have to say that, 
you know, we've had an actual uh, show with the Ocean Drive Association and Kristen Rosen Gonzalez, and I would love to have somebody who is in favor of this, but I haven't had one person reach out uh, for that show. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> continuing, um, there's there's a major problem on Miami Beach, which is that Miami Beach is a sea level city, and we are currently experiencing the impact of climate change and sea level rise. Miami Beach has embarked on a uh, a, a one-off, a unique program seeking to make the city re more resilient. Um, but there are problems. For example, the street level rising, which is important to consider and work on, um, has made it so that some businesses are having difficulty with insurance claims. Private landowners are complaining that water is being routed onto their property. I'd like your assessment of what do you believe, if elected, you would do about Miami Beach's climate change resiliency program? That's ongoing. What do you think is missing? Do you think they're on the right track? What is your opinion of that? Well, my opinion has always been that Miami Beach needed to take action. When I was first elected 10 years ago in 2007, I created Miami Beach's Sustainability Committee and was its first chair. And from that, we did the Stormwater Master Plan and the Sustainability Plan that the city still uses today. And that called for pump stations. Uh, raising seawalls um, in certain areas, raising roads, and other measures that aren't really talked about as much, such as having more green space that can naturally absorb water and other plants. Um, after I left the commission, the, the administration for the past four years took this plan and moved forward full steam ahead um, at a much faster and more accelerated rate than we envisioned at that time. Um, raising streets, putting in the pumps. And in some ways, I think that's great. You know, my, Miami Beach needed to, we're below sea level. But by moving so quickly with something scientific that we were uncertain about, it creates other problems. Some of them you mentioned, that the raising of the streets now slants the water down at businesses. And I think you were referring to in the Sunset Harbor neighborhood. So if the pumps aren't working, like they weren't working during the flash flood of August 1st, then our businesses can get flooded. Right. So what I'm looking to do, uh, if and when elected, is I want to learn from what's been done to date, such as the pumps were installed without generators. So if power's out, they don't work. Um, the raising of the roads has become um, contentious because the next phase of the plan is to move into the mid-beach residential neighborhoods, and most of the homeowner association leadership are opposed to their roads being raised with a, the angle slanting down at them. And they don't have confidence at this point that the pumps would work to keep them dry. So I think at this point we need to take a pause. We need to go out to the community. We need to have a better messaging as to what the plan is and why it's needed and make sure before we move forward with it that we resolve the problems we've seen in the past. Well, it's absolutely something that is on everybody's mind. And uh, my last question for you is about the second referendum question, which is getting a lot less attention. And it's got a very exotic name. Um, it's called FAR Increase for TC1, TC2, and TC3 to 3.5 FAR. This is not exactly something that a voter is going to learn about in the voting booth, and that's why we need to discuss it. Um, what it would do is it would raise the the uh, floor area ratio in the quote town center zoning districts um, Collins and Dickens Avenue to Indian Creek Drive between six, 69th and 72nd streets 
Um, and then, you know, in several different districts. But basically, it's a major upzoning for North Beach. Uh, my question is, are you in, uh, in favor or opposed? And if so, uh, w- depending on which, please explain why you're opposed or in favor of this major upzoning to the north part of Miami Beach. Absolutely. Well, you're right. This is um, the most difficult ballot question just for people to understand because the ballot question stems out of the North Beach uh, master plan that's been worked on for years since I was on the commission because North Beach residents and businesses are looking to really improve their neighborhood and create a a different and better community feeling, attract higher level businesses and residents to the North Beach community and be able to improve that district. This plan is not perfect. Um, It incorporates many different things, a lot of which are very good, a lot of which will attract new developments, attract Uh, residents and attract businesses to the community, retain certain historic facades, create certain historic districts. And I'm in favor of all of those aspects of the plan. The one area of the plan that concerns me, Grant, is that, as you mentioned, that talks about FAR and upzoning. And anytime you're talking about adding density or height to any neighborhood in Miami Beach, it concerns me about the increase in traffic and quite frankly, just the increase in development. Unfortunately, this isn't a plan that you can pick and choose which parts you like and which parts you don't. It's kind of a yes or a no. Um, I've been studying it very carefully, and I'm inclined to vote yes, because in the balancing act that I've done in my mind, I think that the good things that the plan will do for North Beach exceed the parts of the plan that concern me. And moreover, I've been campaigning for the past six months, so I've met with numerous North Beach residents and business owners, and I can tell you that the overwhelming majority of those that I've spoken to are in favor of the plan and are looking to have a redevelopment of that part of North Beach. Well, tell our audience in uh, one minute why you believe that they should vote for you on November 7th to become Miami Beach's next city commissioner? Proven leadership and trusted experience. I've been there before, and I represented the city well. Four years ago, I ran for mayor, and I came within less than 30 votes being in a runoff election. But I've never disconnected from my community, and I've stayed active and engaged, working to make our city better. And I think right now there's so much transition in Miami Beach. There's been so much political drama this year with various candidates and commissioners. Um, People want to have consistency and reliability. I always was the voice of reason on the commission before, and I would like to come back and provide that voice of reason for the residents once again. Well, Michael, thank you so much for joining me on the program tonight. Can you tell our audience where they can take this discussion online with Twitter and your website. Yes, you can reach out to me. Um, My Twitter handle is my name, Michael Gongora. I have a website, which is michaelgongora.com. I'm also on Facebook. You can email me at michael at michaelgongora.com. 
Um, so please reach out to me. It would be my pleasure to engage with you and answer as many questions as possible. And please make sure you go out and vote either an early voting absentee or on Election Day, Tuesday, November 7th, and vote for a proven leader, Michael Gongora. I will be number 77 on the ballot in Group 3. Michael, thank you so much for joining me on the program tonight. Thank you, Grant. Have a great day. And we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiami.co, iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at onlyinmiami.co. And we are back live with Rafael Velasquez. He is a candidate for Miami Beach City Commission. Rafael, thank you so much for joining me on the program. Hello, Grant. Thank you very much for inviting me. Always a pleasure. It is my pleasure indeed. Please tell our audience a little bit about yourself in one minute about and why you chose to run for Miami Beach City Commission. Well, this really is a story about this, uh, about this, uh, this man with a, funny, with a funny accent, you know, who is a Latino with a German, German background and to, uh, who basically came to America in 1993 to uh, to uh, to see uh, a society, a place where people are together because of the values they believe in, because of the principles that are manifest in the United States Constitution, and not uh, and not held together by any type of ethnic, uh, you know, uh, ethnicity. So, uh, and for me, it's about values that I represent and values that I stand for, and I hope that. Uh, the people will stand with me and will see that I will, uh, that I will uh, uh, stand up for the community of Miami Beach and will bring in a progressive message that will, uh, that will move our, our city into a better, positive direction for all of us. So I'm asking each candidate tonight three questions. 
And we're going to start with a question about the referendum to change alcoholic beverage sales and consumption termination times on Ocean Drive from 5 a.m. until 2 a.m. Are you in favor of this referendum question? Are you opposed? And tell us why in two minutes you believe that that and what you would do if elected as Miami Beach City Commissioner. Well, I passionately oppose this referendum. You know, I believe that uh, the, the closing time needs to remain at 5 a.m. on Ocean Drive. We are a tourist capital, and as a commissioner, I vow to protect the character of our neighborhoods. And uh, I believe uh, closing South Beach, closing Ocean Drive at 2 a.m., you know, turning it into another uh, Delray Beach or Boca Raton would be the beginning of the end. I believe uh, that, uh, that it will affect our community like we have no idea. It will drive up uh, property taxes, which will have to be increased in order to meet the same type of uh, budget requirements that we have in the city. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm ready to, uh, to, uh, to fight for this. You know, I mean, me as a resident, I lived on Ocean Drive, and so I know what the city is about, and uh, I believe uh, that, we, uh, that we're on this together. Well, uh, that is a major question facing the voters. And, of course, it's a referendum item. But it, it is something that commissioners will have to deal with, um, you know, no matter what happens with that question, because I don't think that the drinking time is all that's going on on Ocean Drive. Now, let's move on to another topic that is an existential problem facing Miami Beach, and that uh-huh. is sea level rise and the effects of the climate changing in our globe. Uh, if elected, what would you do about climate change resiliency, Miami Beach's pilot program to raise streets, and uh, in general, if elected, what would you do about climate change and sea level rise? Well, I believe that um, that uh, climate change and sea level rise, first of all, exist, and it's existential for us to take a uh, strong position and activist uh, approach to that. We need to tackle those issues aggressively and competently. Uh, I believe uh, on a positive note that the city has uh, tried to do that, you know, and uh, has tried to find solutions. Uh, However, I believe there's a a lot of room for improvement, and uh, I I believe that uh, we need a much major uh, and increased involvement of our community. Uh, in order to uh, have a, a better, a better uh, uh, community effort and communication, uh, a much better uh, uh, so, uh, outcome to the solution that's proposed. Okay, um, and then there's one more question, which is a little bit, I would say, esoteric to the normal citizen. It appears on the ballot with a very technical name. Uh, the technical name is far increase for TC1, TC2, and TC3 to 3.5 far. Now, what that means is it's a massive upzoning of an area in North Beach, in the north part of Miami Beach. And there's been a lot of discussion on both sides in favor of and opposed to the measures. Do you uh, Are you in favor of this referendum? Are you against this referendum? And please tell our audience why you're in favor or against. Uh, well, I uh, I am in favor of this referendum. Uh, you know, as um, as part of the community, I've been following North Beach, 
and uh, you know it's a continued um, uh, struggle, you know, and, and protection of its character. And I know that um, that uh, this uh, referendum basically is a is a, a compromise of uh, you know the developers and uh, and the community activists, community leaders that we have, you know, who are, who are very uh, uh, very concerned about the historic character of our city and who want the designation of a, uh, of, a, of a historic district. And so, uh, you know, I believe if we come together, you know, as a community and come together with, uh, with developers and come together with community leaders and we work together on solutions, then, uh, then we can find those. And, and I believe that has been done. Uh, and now it's up to the voters to decide, you know, that uh, what will happen because it's always, uh, you know, very most important that we have that uh, public support. But it definitely, I believe, that pro proposal, that referendum, presents a great opportunity, a great potential for North Beach to uh, live up to its full potential and, uh, you know, provide uh, the, the city, provide uh, the community with, um, with uh, you know, uh, an, an improved uh, an entertainment uh, and uh, cultural and arts um, uh, offering that they currently don't have. So, Raphael, tell our listening audience in one minute why they should elect you City of Miami Beach Commissioner. Well, I believe, you know, it's about uh, issues and values, and uh, although every candidate can, can uh, rehearse, study, and prepare on all the issues, they can poll the issues and they can uh, tell the people exactly what they want to hear, what they believe that the voters want to hear. I believe the values of a candidate are developed over over time and basically uh, show us uh, how a candidate would uh, decide and react in any future situations, you know, based on the character and the values that they developed. You know, I am an immigrant, and I will never forget that I was an immigrant. I also am a progressive Democrat and community advocate, you know, and, and I've been active uh, since uh, in 1999, you know, in my community with children, with, uh, with uh, various political campaigns. The latest uh, was uh, also uh, Hillary Clinton. I was uh, a surrogate. And, uh, and then most importantly, of course, is that I'm a father and husband. And, uh, you know, I'm a proud father of two, two daughters, and so I, I want uh, the best and brightest future for them. And, and I believe if the voters uh, uh, know that, they will, they will also know where I stand tomorrow and uh, can, can, uh, can move forward. It, it sounds like we lost Raphael there. Did we, did we lose him? Hello? Raphael? Uh-oh. Uh, well... Uh, since we, it appears that we lost Raphael, I'm going to give out his Twitter handle and his website like everybody else uh, we've had on the show. Uh, you can find him by typing in Rafael A. Velasquez for Miami Beach Commission on Facebook. Uh, his website is Rafa for Miami Beach, R-A-F-A for Miami Beach dot com. And uh, I believe you can find him on Twitter at Rafa for Miami Beach, the number four. That's at Rafa for Miami Beach. And Rafa, thanks for coming on the show. It's too bad we, we lost you there. 
but we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. on point and a walk is mean the crowd parts like the sea they can look but a touch they can only dream he loves a trailer so he licks his lips he's inspired by her arrogance his first words make her body tense she can't leave cause she feels his strength now she can't help but listen but she's down to her last defense and she says why you being so persistent he says i speak what i wanted to existence she never heard a man talk like this never seen somebody so confident driven to the point of death guess what he wants even if it means no rest the sweetest taste he left a heart with a warm embrace he took a mind to another place and the effects lasted for days no ordinary love story exists that could illustrate how the spark was lit and why his love gave a spirit a lift the puzzle piece just perfectly fits but with the sunshine oh welcome back this is the only in miami show and i'm your host grant stern you can find me on twitter at grant stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiami.co iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at onlyinmiami.co. And we are back live with Adrian Gonzalez. He is running for Miami Beach City Commission. Adrian, thank you so much for joining me on the program tonight. Thank you for having me. So, Adrian, we're speaking with each of the four competitive commission race uh, 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 candidates, and we're asking a few questions. The questions are about uh, the zoning referendum in North Beach, about climate change and sea level rise resiliency and about the Ocean Drive Association. But first, tell our audience a little bit about what inspired you to run for City of Miami Beach Commission in one minute. Okay, well, my name is Adrian Gonzalez. I'm running to be your next Miami Beach Commissioner in Group 3, which is being vacated by Joy Malakoff at the end of her term. I'm a homegrown candidate, raised, educated, employed, and now a second-generation small business owner here in Miami Beach, of where my parents started back in 1977, David's Cafe. I am a husband, a father, two beautiful boys, and a passionate love affair with a city that's embraced my family for over 40 years. I'm doing it because I love this city, and I want to make it better than it can possibly ever be. So, So, Adrian, let's get into these questions, because there's two referenda One of them has to do with Ocean Drive, and the proposal is to shrink Ocean Drive's uh, business hours for serving alcohol from 5 a.m. down to 2 a.m. Are you in favor of or opposed to this referendum question? If so, why? And if elected, what would you do to make Ocean Drive the best that it could be? 
Right now, as a referendum stands, I am opposed to it because it makes no sense. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a bigger problem. We had a city of Fort Lauderdale which had a very similar problem, and when they rolled back out the alcohol sales back to 2 a.m., it had about a 30-year drought. Economy, everything was affected. You couldn't give away the properties. Me personally, I think we need to do a back-to-the-roots ground initiative to get Ocean Drive back to its um, grand state of what it used to be. Number one is getting all the policing back out of their cars, boots on the ground mentality, neighborhood policing, an area when everybody knows their police officer that represents their area. So when you have the presence, it's slowly going to get cleaned up. And also, two really pressing and pushing the property operators or, say, the business operators to run a level of high-class business, meaning a high standard, something like the Betsy Ross has just done. It's the golden standard on Ocean Drive. It's, it's very nice and a great experience to go there, but the other places are falling very short of that. Okay. Well, uh, let's change topics, and let's talk about the City of Miami Beach's Sea Level Rise Resiliency Program. They're getting ready to raise the streets in Mid-Beach in residential neighborhoods. They've already done some of the street rising on West Avenue and in Sunset Harbor. There are pumps in place, and there's a problem with pollution. There's a problem when the pumps uh, lose power. Uh, there's a lot of questions surrounding the program. So what is your opinion of Miami Beach's effort to combat sea level rise and to make the city more climate change resilient to date? If elected, what would you do to fight the negative impact of sea level rise on Miami Beach? Right now, we are in the infancy stages of the sea level rise, um, rise above it movement that the city is doing, which is part of raising the streets, putting sub pumps in, putting uh, drain lines in, um, pretty much trying to do our best to beat Mother Nature. The problem they're having is right now, and it's a big concern. Actually, I do live in Mid-Beach, so that is a bigger concern, is the street raising. It doesn't necessarily make sense. From my understanding is they want to raise the streets for a solution for 30 years down the road for emergency vehicles to be able to um, able to trans basically get through the roads and get to where they have to get. We're talking about a 30-year possible fix. As we know, this thing is we're fighting Mother Nature. It changes daily. We have to stay in front of it. So that is completely I'm against. Reason being, Sunset Harbor right now is a prime example. They have the street raised about three or four feet above it. They have these pumps that essentially had no backup power. And about um, two months ago, this, the businesses got flooded. The problem with that is as well that comes is you can also not get flood insurance because you get deemed a basement level. So the message you're getting is, especially as a property owner or a homeowner, is that you live in a tear-me-down. You're going to have to knock it down and build up down the road. That's not what a property owner, especially for a 30-year fix down the road, wants to hear. So I'm strongly against raising the streets right now, as it is currently. Okay. And there's a third question, and this question is about the future of North Beach. There's a referendum with a highly technical name. This is not the kind of thing that voters are going to learn in the ballot box. The name of it is FAR Increase for TC1, TC2, and TC3 to 3.5 FAR. And that is for the districts in the town center districts, Collins and Dickens Avenues to Indian Creek between 69th and 72nd. Are you in favor of the height increases and the floor area ratio increases 
I'm sorry, the, it is a floor area ratio increase, but are you in favor of larger buildings in North Beach than are currently allowed today? And if not, why? If so, why? I mean, well, the project that we're talking about right now in North Beach, which is coming up on the ballot, I am in favor of because North Beach end area needs a major revitalization. It needs a new breath of fresh air up in that area. So things like this is what's going to incentivize, you know, property owners, developers, and so forth to infuse the money that it needs to get these projects done. In order, it's got to be beneficial for both sides. I personally think it will substantially improve the area. You know, the challenge is one of the things that they're saying is about the parking problem. You know, North Beach right now is at its infancy stages of this revitalization that they're trying to get passed and so forth. So we have to be very careful and basically stay ahead of providing substantial parking with every new project. So as the density grows, we need more parking up in North Beach, hands down, without a doubt. All right. So in one minute, tell our audience why they should elect you, Adrian, as the next City of Miami Beach commissioner. Well, to tell you the truth, what it comes down to is you have to believe in the person that you want to have an elected official. When you get to all these beautiful literatures that we all put together for your visual um, aids, you'll see that almost all the candidates are pretty much the same. I am a homegrown candidate. I've been here for over 40 years. I've seen the beach from God's waiting room to the beautiful gem that we are today. We have a lot of growing that still that has to happen, and I believe I'm the person that's going to be in the driver's seat and bring a new perspective. I'm also the only person that's a small business owner, which brings a different mindset, a different hands-on, get-your-dirty concept. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a blue-collar mentality ready to make it happen and be in the trenches with all the residents of Miami Beach and find viable options. And more importantly, about a policy about my door is always open. I want to hear from everybody. I want to be the guy that Miami Beach is proud and loves as a homegrown candidate, the guy who's going to bring a new perspective, a new breath of fresh air, moving the city forward, not backwards. So, Adrian, tell our audience where they can take this conversation online uh, via Facebook, Twitter, or on your website. Well, you could come. You can find me on Facebook at Adrian for Miami Beach. You could also on my Twitter again, Adrian from Miami Beach. You can call me on my cell phone seven eight six six hundred five six five five. I'm available. I'm accessible, and more importantly, I'm always having coffee over at my restaurant, Dave's Cafe Cafecito. So come over, battle me with some questions. I would love to hear your responses, and I'm ready for you guys because I want to make Miami Beach the best form it could possibly be. Well, uh, again, it's been a pleasure having you on, Adrian. And you can find out more online. Uh, check out his website. You know, we will have you back on if you win. How's that sound? <laughs> uh, well, I like it sounds better when I win. But, yes, if I win, I'd be more than happy to come back on your show. Thank you for the job you do, Brad. And we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. Champion, 
Oh, welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlymiami.co. iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at onlyinmiami.co. And we're back live with Mark Samulin. He is a candidate for Miami Beach City Commissioner. Mark, thank you so much for joining me on the program tonight. Always a pleasure to be with you, Grant, and your audience. So we are asking each of the four Miami Beach Commission candidates in competitive races the same set of three questions about Ocean Drive, about the North Beach upzoning, and about climate change and sea level rise resiliency. Uh, But first, tell our audience a little bit about what inspired you to run for Miami Beach City Commission. Well, Grant, Miami Beach is a wonderful tropical paradise with a lot of big issues. I bring some really specialized expertise as an engineer from Georgia Tech, as a Wharton MBA and a business executive, and I've applied that expertise in the community, most recently as past president of Miami Beach United. And I believe that my expertise, my accomplishments, and knowledge of the issues really positions me to help a community uh, that I love. So that's really what's driving me. So, Mark, let me ask you about Ocean Drive. There is a referendum to change the drinking time on Ocean Drive from a 5 a.m. termination hour to 2 a.m. Are you in favor of that proposal, against it? If so, why? And if elected, what would you do to make Ocean Drive or continue to make Ocean Drive a world-class tourist destination? Ocean Drive is the heart of Miami Beach and is so critical to our tourism industry for all of Miami-Dade County. We have some major challenges there. I would highlight two. I believe there's a perception and probably a reality that we've had some increased challenges to public safety which really should be job one for our our city government. I also believe there are some business practices taking place on Ocean Drive that need to be curbed, and we need to do a better job on that. However the voters decide, and at this point I will go with whatever decision the voters do, whether it's to stay at five or roll back to two, I will fully support that decision. We're going to have to make dramatic change. And to me, that change means Increased police enforcement and visibility, better use of technology like cameras, lighting, and license plate readers, and more dedicated marketing and tourist efforts to bring people back to Miami Beach and Ocean Drive. I think working together, we can get that done. All right. Well, let's move on to climate change and sea level rise resiliency. It's an existential problem facing Miami Beach as a city that is mostly at sea level and surrounded by water. If elected, what what do you plan to do to combat sea level rise, and do you believe that the city's current resiliency program is effective or not, and why? As an engineer, the issue of climate change and sea level rise and flooding is front and center to me, Grant. I just spent uh, the better part of a morning during our King Tide observing the challenges in South Beach, mid-beach and north beach we have a real serious problem on our hands i commend the administration for taking steps to address this issue and i think the pumps uh appear to be a very good first step but i think we need to make sure that we have 
the right plan moving forward. That particularly comes when the issues of the proper approach to raising streets and also making sure that we have the funding in place to do this. My approach will be to listen to our current experts at City Hall, listen to our residents, bring in some independent thinking to sort of pressure test where we're at. So I like where we started. I want to build on the program and make sure we get it right. All right. So let's uh, move on and let's discuss the referendum in North Beach. The referendum has a very technical name, so it's not the kind of thing that voters are going to be able to learn about in the polling place. It's called far increase for TC1, TC2, and TC3 to 3.5 far. Far is floor area ratio, and there is a town center zoning district on Collins and Dickens Avenues to Indian Creek between 69th and 72nd Street. This would raise the floor area ratio of the buildings by anywhere from 25 to to 40%, and it would make for larger, bulkier buildings on North Beach. Are you in favor of this referendum question or opposed? And if so, why? So the, I'm very familiar with this issue because it came out of the master planning efforts in North Beach, which I think was a wonderful effort. And I do support efforts to revitalize town center. You know, when I walk to a town, I want to find Main Street, and that should be that town center. Here are the criteria that I would like to see in place to support an FAR increase. First, I want to make sure that we're going to do right, preserving the character of our neighborhoods. Second, I want an integrated plan that shows how quality of life will be impacted, and that particularly relates to traffic. And third, I want to make sure that we build tremendous consensus in the community. If and when all those things come together, then I would support an FAR increase. At this point, I don't believe we're there. But again, the voters are going to make that decision in November, and I will follow their will. Well, Mark, tell our audience in one minute why they should vote to make you the next commissioner of the city of Miami Beach. Well, thank you again, Grant. Thank you to your audience. I really do believe that we've got some major league challenges that needs professional problem and solution building, which I know how to do, both as an engineer and a business executive. I have a track record, and I have shown what I can do, and I've shown how I can demonstrate and execute leadership in a very respectful way. I believe residents will always be proud to have me representing them. But just in summary, they don't just need to listen to me. Nine current and former Miami Beach City officials, city commissioners, have made endorsements in this race. All nine have endorsed me. In addition, I enjoy the endorsement of County Commissioner Xavier Suarez and former County Commissioner Katie Sorensen, as well as the Communications Workers Union here in Miami Beach. So folks can listen to my rationale, but also go with the people that know the job and know the man. And boy, they seem to be lining up with me at this point. So, Mark, please give out your web contact so people who are listening to tonight's show can take the conversation online. Give us your Twitter, give us your Facebook and your website. Sure. My uh, website is my name. That's Mark with a K, M-A-R-K, Samuelin.com, and that's spelled S-A-M-U-E-L-I-A-N.com. And they can also find me on Facebook at Mark Samuelin, 
for Miami Beach Commission and the same tag for Twitter as well. Well, Mark, thank you so much for joining me on the program tonight. Thank you, Grant. Always a pleasure. Well, there you have it, folks. We have just interviewed all four of the City of Miami Beach Commission candidates who are in competitive races, and we've discussed three of the largest issues facing Miami Beach residents, including the two referendum questions, which are being posed directly to citizens to vote upon. I hope that this is informative because we got the same questions out of uh, to all four candidates, and we got four very mature, very different answers, each highlighting different parts of the candidates' personal resumes, their opinions, their their approval or disapproval of each referendum item. And I think that this is a great measuring stick for anybody who's living in Miami Beach and wants to be involved in local politics in this year's off-year election, which is happening on November 7th, 2017. Early voting is going to start pretty soon, too. Uh, and we'll get you those polling place, uh, early voting polling place uh, information and, and locations uh, as it comes in. But I can tell you that government center is always an early polling place. And I believe that absentee ballots are coming out in the next five days as well. So it's important to know who you're voting for and what you're voting for on these referendum items. And I hope that our program helps every single person on Miami Beach make the right choice for them. And that is all the time we have on tonight's Only in Miami show. So I thank you for listening and tune again, tune in for our regularly scheduled broadcast every Monday night from 7 to 8 p.m. This is the Only in Miami show.